God damn it, Leroy. God damn it, Leroy. Leroy, you were just stupid as hell. <laughs> this is gonna be cool. <laughs> Have you heard of um the five love languages? Yeah, so the guy, his name is um Dr. Chapman. So he has five versions of love, and um for any of those who are listening, you can go to fivelovelanguages.com and you can kind of take a free test. It takes like five, ten minutes, and um it's very liberating because your style of communicating what love is or communication is we subconsciously project that onto other people and think um so the first version he calls words of affirmation, which is a very like linguistic type where they want to hear like compliments i love you you know and um, his the second one is called uh, acts of service and that one is where this paradigm operates in action it's action oriented where through action speak louder than words type of perspective and, um, it's about doing things to prove that you know you love them or they do things to prove that they love you the third one is uh receiving gifts pretty self-explanatory where not about buying them things but just you know being mindful picking up like their ice cream at the store or something that you know they had they want and you you pick it up for them the fourth one is quality time so it doesn't matter if you give them compliments if you tell them like hey you know i love you it doesn't matter if you do things to show it what matters to them is you spend time with them and that's how that's where their value system comes from it's just spending quality time the, the last one is a physical touch, and this one's more like a keen aesthetic. So matter if you tell them, they, they want to feel touched. They want to feel like you hold their hand or kissing them or hugging them when you see them. That's how they feel connected. You could talk to certain people and you'll notice like certain people are more physical than others. They're, um, you know, they're just very open into touch because they're, they're going through the world keen aesthetically too. That's my love language too. It's um, touch and the linguistic one. I feel like when, yeah, I feel connected with, I don't know if I feel touch. Like if my girlfriend comes home and she doesn't give me a hug or a kiss, I'm like, what's going on? Are you having a bad day? What do you mean? I'm like, okay, where's, where's my kiss? Where's my hug? All right, guys. So we have two thoughts to meditate on for today. Thought number one, quote, love is misunderstood to be an emotion. Actually, it is a state of awareness, a way of being in the world, a way of seeing oneself and others. Thought number two, quote, enlightenment is not something that occurs in the future after 50 years of sitting cross-legged and saying om. It is right here in this instant. The reason you're not experiencing this state of total peace and timelessness is because it is being resisted. It is being resisted because you are trying to control the moment. If you let go of trying to control your experience of the moment and if you constantly surrender it like a tone of music, then you live on the crest of this exact alwaysness. Experience arises like a note of music. The minute you hear a note, it's already passing away. The instant you've heard it, it's already dissolving. So every single moment is dissolving as it arises. Let go of anticipating the next moment, trying to control it, trying to hang on to the moment that has just passed. Let go clinging to what has just occurred. Let go trying to control what you think is about to occur. Then you live in an infinite space of non-time and non-event. There is an infinite peace beyond description and you are home. 
When I look at the lens of the ego, I think that the conditional, we have two loves, we have conditional and unconditional. So our conditional love exists within the ego where I only love that which serves me and I hate that which does not serve me. When you're looking at it from there, there's already a division in itself or you're already separating things. But when you look at things from an unconditional, that means that you love all aspects of life and of yourself. Just because you believe in what you believe doesn't mean that we can't live in a world where there's no violence, there's no darkness, there's nothing to, you know, there's no polarity. I think that the universe and, and the concept of God loves all aspects of life. Despite the, the evil intentions that people have, everything is part of the bigger picture of, of life. In terms of the ego and how to manipulate love to its advantage, feel that elevation of consciousness too because I do believe that love and consciousness too it's it's they're interconnected because you know like what if truth is love and love is truth love is consciousness and consciousness is love that's sort of like you know how I sort of see things and and we're talking about accepting it as like as it is and accepting yourself as you are you, you accept the world as it is, you don't project that onto other people. You you elevate humanity just from you know everything that, that you come across and everything that you do is tension, the tension behind it is to uplift people and some of that love that you have. There's a lot of yogis who are very like that too because when these yogis, especially like Ramdas and Ramdas's guru, um, that they radiate with so much love that it's contagious with people around them. When they're operating at that high level of self-love with no projection of judgment, people feel that love and that elevates them even to higher levels themselves. It goes to yourself, but once you have enough, it also plays a huge role when the people that you come across and your surroundings and how you inject that love into everything that you do. I think uh, Wayne Dyer, he, he kind of says it. I like the acronym that he uses as a ego, which is E-G-O, which can stand for edge got out, which could also mean that whenever we are getting too, too high and attached to our egos, we're sort of like edging that the aspect of ourself out. And um, yeah, it, it is, it, we, we can't kill it because it's part of, it is a part of who we are, but the, the, the trap is that when we think that that's all we are, is just our ego, because the ego exists like in this physical realm and the, in order to um, transcend it, you have to detach from it, which mm -hmm. moves it above, um, it moves the energy from the physical plane up into the higher different other dimensions. The purpose of the ego is not to kill it, but it's like to, because the definition of transcendence means to move it past the physical realm or physical level. I think um, by detaching from our ego, um, we, we move up into our higher selves. And a, an unhealthy ego, um, in my belief, it, it's self-destructive by nature. And um, because it's always trying to separate from, from everything. And it always thinks like, the ego, this is, we, we think of it like, this is me or this is not me. This is who I am. This is not, not who I am. That's the ego likes to put labels and find things uh, in terms of labels like that all the time. So it's always trying to separate things. I think it's a little bit an easier kind of thing to kind of grasp than like the the when we talked about consciousness because it's um, it doesn't really exist in the physical realm. So the ego, it's a little bit more easier to grasp because it exists in the physical realm mostly. And we were saying consciousness um, is more of like an infinity sort of like um, energy, and that the ego is trying to experience that, but it's trying to experience it in a finite way, not in an inf infinity way. Yeah. So I think without 
we, we, if we don't have an ego, we can't really experience reality in the first place. Because I think it's just like, it's just part of, um, yeah, it's just part of who we are. And there's a big misunderstanding in Western culture um, about ego and how we're so like attached to it. And um, to me, I kind of look at it like, I, I kind of like um, using the ego and sort of like transmute, if people are familiar with like Kudalini energy to like Qigong where like you're transmuting this um, sex sexual energy or transmuting this like anger or transmuting this um, ego, well, I call it ego transmutation where you transfer it and then you do it into something productive. So, so when I think of ego, I think of like a Mike Tyson or a Kobe Bryant, you could channel that energy into productive causes so it does give us that like fire inside of us for like ambition and getting things done and stuff like that so i do feel like that this internal because I, I i used to say um violence is necessary for peace but uh, i think it's a little too extreme i think um internal war is necessary for internal peace the ego is what gives us that that um that internal war with ourselves i say watch this lefty did it Lucky I can't help it. Too much love, no selfish. Embracing imperfections, that is why I'm so damn perfect and my heart is.